You're listening to Life with Impact. Join us as we continue to rediscover the heart of Jesus together. Hey, Impact. Happy Father's Day to all my fathers out there. Just want to wish you happy Father's Day. I hope you're having a great day. All the fathers, all the stepfathers, all the single fathers, all the father figures, all the parents, uh, the moms who have to be mom and dad. You know, that was me my whole life growing up with being raised by a single mom. So I always wish her happy Father's Day, too. So uh, happy Father's Day from uh, Impact 2021. I'm glad to be joining you here with a, with another message. I thought about this this past week. This is my third Father's Day in a row being able to share with you, which is pretty cool because I'm never going to relive this moment right here again, right? So two, two years ago, two Father's Days ago, as I was preaching, I was sharing from the perspective of someone who didn't grow up with a father, right? Someone uh, who was raised by a single mom. And so how I had to learn about these attributes of God from what I was missing in my life. And that was an interesting perspective. Perspective. And then last year, I preached from the perspective of a soon-to-be dad. <laughs> so that was a totally different perspective, thinking of how I have a child coming, a baby, what I want my life and future and how I want all those kind of things. So that was an interesting perspective. And then this year, I am now a brand new father. So last year when I was preaching, you know, in June, my baby was going to be born in August. And so now my baby, Brooklyn, she's 10 months old. And so now my perspective, even as a father, is, is a little different even than it was a year ago or the year before that. And so I think that's really cool that, that we got to share in this experience these past few years together in the interesting different seasons of my life and what I've learned. And so thank you guys for being a part of that. So anyways, I just wanted to share that. I thought that was pretty cool that this is my third Father's Day in a row getting able to share. Um, so as I was thinking about this message, thinking about what God was putting on my heart to share this weekend, I thought of a father to a child, right? It's Father's Day, right? The relationship between a, a father and a child. And two things came to my mind as I was preparing. And there were the fact that there's these these two sides of God, like there's these attributes of, of our amazing Heavenly Father that He does actively. And we'll talk about that in a minute. There's things that He contributes to our lives as Father to His children in an active way. And then there's this other side of God. These characteristics, these attributes that He contributes to our lives in a passive way, in a more passive way. And so, we're going to look at that today, these two different sides, these different attributes, all together, making him an amazing father. And so the idea of today being our amazing father, our amazing father. And as we look into these attributes of our amazing father in heaven, hopefully it helps us to be able to learn what we can apply to our lives as amazing fathers and as amazing parents into how we're going to live our life and shape our future, you know. So let's get into it. Two attributes of our amazing father. First, number one, our amazing father always gives life. Our amazing father always gives life. This is what I was talking about, that the active side, right? The, the father, he, he gives. 
He's active. He, he, he pours out himself. He, he, he gives. He's a, he's a source of life to his children, right? His children come to him and get filled up, right? And so that's something he actively does. He's a source of hope to his children. He's a source of wisdom to his children, teaching. He, he's a, a source of provision, providing. All of these things are active things that the father actively does, and that an amazing father, our amazing father in heaven, actively does for us as his children. He's an active example of sacrifice. That's something that doesn't just happen. That's something that you have to actually do actively. And I, I think that's that's an incredible side of God. Um, and it, what comes to mind is the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is my personal number one favorite book in the entire Bible, bar none. My favorite book is the book of Proverbs. Because the majority of the book is written from this father writing a letter to his son. And the father writing a letter to his son, he says, son, these are the important truths of life. These are the things I want you to get. This is what I want you to know. This may look appetizing. Stay away from it. Learn this. Watch out for this, etc., etc." He's kind of uh, schooling his son, giving wisdom, giving advice, inspiring his son, giving warnings. This is an active father. The father has to actively participate in this part to give his son wisdom, to give his son insight, to give his son advice, perspective. That's active. And our amazing father always gives life. He's active. And the, 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 the story in the letter of the book of Proverbs is a father giving life to his son, actively being a participant, actively doing that role. Proverbs chapter one, right at the beginning of the book. I love this. There's these four verses, verses five, six, seven, and eight. It says this, that basically this is the purpose of the book of Proverbs. Proverbs one, verse five, check this out. Let the wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning of these Proverbs. In parables, Proverbs means wise saying. The words of the wise and their riddles. And then it says this, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. Huge thing to get and understand about life. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. This father says to his son, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. My child this is the father talking to his son. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. God, our amazing father, is a source of life. We can come to him. We can get filled up. We can get hope. We can get inspiration. We can get wisdom. We can get knowledge. We can get truth. It's active. We have to actively pursue it. He actively gives it to us. It doesn't just happen on its own. And us as fathers, we want to be sources of life for our children. We want to school our children on the important aspects of life, giving them wisdom beyond their years. Help lead our kids. Help them recognize who, how amazing our Heavenly Father is. Right? Teach them that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, true knowledge. The foundation of true knowledge is fear of the Lord. Ooh, so good. Our amazing Father always 
give his life. And that's an active characteristic of him. But there's this other side. And write this down. Number two, if you're taking notes, our amazing father, number two, always welcomes back. So there's this side where the father is, is pouring out wisdom. He's giving. He's active. Our amazing father, right? And we as amazing fathers, we give, we pour, right? Then there's this other side where our amazing father, he welcomes back. And this side is a more passive side. This side says, you know what? He gives, but he also welcomes. He receives his children. He's a source of grace. He's a source of forgiveness. He's a source of redemption. He's a source of love. He's a source of forgiveness. A source of reconciliation. See, it doesn't take you too long of walking with God to realize that you're going to mess up. We all mess up. I mess up all the time. And when I do, and when you do, it's important to understand that our amazing Father always welcomes back. He always welcomes back. People are going to mess up. People are going to get it wrong. How are we going to respond when they do for us? How are we going to live our lives as fathers? Right? Our amazing father always welcomes back. And we see it in the story of the prodigal son. Prodigal son in the book of Luke chapter 15, verse 20. We're just going to look at one verse. Luke 15, 20. In this passage, we have a father raising his two sons. And one of the sons says, you know what? I want my inheritance right now, Dad. Give me all my money that I'm supposed to get when you die. Father says, okay. He gives him all the money. The son leaves the home, goes out, lives a reckless life, makes a lot of mistakes. Ultimately, though, the son comes to his senses and says, why am I doing all of this stuff? Why am I ruining my life when I can just go back and be with my father? I can live with my father. I'm going to go back. I'm going to apologize to him. I'm going to tell him everything. I'm going to tell him that I'm sorry. So he starts back home. And as he's on his way, look at this amazing father. Luke 15, verse 20, it says, So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. And filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. Even while his son was a long way off, the father saw him and he missed him so much and he loved him so much. And his heart was filled with love and compassion. What this teaches us is that to our father, we're never too far gone. We're never too far gone. He loves us so dearly. And he always welcomes us back. The Father is here and ready to receive us when we're ready to come back. Whenever that is, we are never too far gone from our Father. This dad in the story was so happy that his son was coming home. He was so happy that the hurt of what his son did, the hurt of the words that his son said to his father, Father didn't even care in that moment. He just cared so much and loved so much that his son came home. He 
amazing father always welcomes back. He welcomes back. Just like the father in this story. And he hugged him and he kissed him. Hmm. We're looking at these stories from God's word, learning about our amazing father in heaven. That he always gives life, that he always welcomes back. But what about us? It's Father's Day, right? What does this mean for us? As parents, as fathers, I pray that we follow the example of our God and our amazing Father. I pray we look at this and we follow the example and we say that we want to be fathers who always give life to our kids. Not death. Not causing our kids to hate us. Not punishing maybe too harshly. Not pushing them further away from us, but being a, a source of life. God always gives life. We look at the example of what Jesus did and lived and how he lived, and we look at the stories that he told, just like Jesus told the story of that prodigal son. We look at the example of God's life, how he offers himself, how he sacrifices himself, how Jesus taught so many different people. And we apply that to our own personal, private relationship with God. I pray, church, that we would be filled with a bunch of fathers and parents who would give life to all those around them and the next generation. That we would give up ourselves, that we would teach, that we would pour into people, that we would provide for people, that we would share wisdom with people, that we would share insight, that we would give up our give up our resources, that we would be a source of light, a source of hope to people, that they can come to us and we can give life. And also, I pray that we would be a people in the church that always welcome back, that we would follow Christ and our Heavenly Father's example of love, example of forgiveness, of grace, of patience, of redemption, of reconciliation. And we would always welcome back. Those two pieces are huge. That we would give as fathers. Give life. Pour into people. Actively. But then also, that people can come to us and we can welcome them back. It's huge. Two major attributes of our amazing father. In church, I believe if we want to be amazing fathers, we have to live this out as well. Both of these attributes. As it's uh, my first Father's Day with little Brooklyn, I just finished giving her a bath about 20 minutes ago. As it's my first Father's Day, I, I was thinking, what do I, how do I want to be as a father? Uh, what, what kind of dad, father do I want to be to her, to Brooklyn, to my family? How do I want to pour into her? Do I want to act, be an active father? Do I want to be present in her life? Do I want to be a source of life to her? Do I want her always to be able to receive from me? You bet I do. You bet I do. And on the other side of it, even though Brooklyn is only 10 months old, it didn't take me too long to realize she's going to mess up sometimes. <laughs> right? She's going to make mistakes. And she's going to do it over and over. And she's going to make mistakes at 10 months. She's going to make mistakes at 10 years. 
How do I respond when it happens? What do I want little Brooklyn to learn by watching how I live? Because they can learn a lot more from our words than our, learn a lot more from our actions than our words. So what do I want Brooklyn, how do I want her to see me live? How do I want her to see me respond? Because she's gonna test my limits. <laughs> a lot of y'all already know. But I dare to say, she's even gonna hurt me in the future, right? How will I respond when she does, church? Will I be the kind of dad, an amazing father, who always welcomes her back? You bet I will. You bet I will. My church, my prayer church, is that we would be filled with a bunch of men, fathers, parents, that want to follow that example of God and always give life and always welcome back. And if we do that, our amazing Father in heaven is gonna be proud of us, church. That's what I want. That's the kind of father I wanna be. And that's the kind of father that I hope that you would be as we learn from the incredible and amazing father that he is. And in that same vein, as we're talking about this amazing father, and as we go into this time of communion on this Father's Day, let's remember what our father did for us. Let's remember how our father sent his only son for us to pay the price for our sin so that we didn't have to pay the punishment. Let's remember Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, his death, his body that he gave, his blood that he shed for us. And if you're at home watching right now, you can take your elements, right? Take your bread, take your cracker, remind you of his body, take your, your, your juice, take your wine, take your water, whatever. Reminds you of his blood that he spilled for us. Let's remember how incredible and how amazing our Father is on this Father's Day. And also, this is also a time to give. This is a time where we thank God for Him providing for us individually in our lives and Him providing for us, all of us, as a church. The fact that God provided for us as a church and that you are continuing to be faithful is the reason we even get to do this. And so thank you guys for continuing to give faithfully, for continuing to be a part of the mission of Jesus, for continuing to be a part of Jesus waking up and stirring up fathers to be fathers and following in his example and pouring to the next generation. It's because of you and your faithful giving that we get to even be here right now. And so I encourage you to continue to give that, to give your tithes, to give your offerings. We can give online at our Impact website, impact.cc. We can give on a text message, text to give. We can give um, in church live if you want to be there Sunday. So many different ways to give. And so let's be grateful this Father's Day for God who has provided. And let's continue to give sacrificially ourselves. Grateful for what he sacrificed for us. But most importantly, let's learn from the example of our incredible and amazing Father. And let's live that out and be amazing fathers that he would be proud of. Thank you, church. Happy Father's Day. Thanks for joining us this week on Life with Impact. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Life with Impact. 
And to watch the full virtual service, make sure to check us out on YouTube at Impact CC. Have a great week.